This is episode 71 about perhaps the most valuable workout a distance runner can do. This bread and butter workout is the tempo run. Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Jason Fitzgerald, your host, and this is the Strength Running Podcast, where it is my job to help you become a better runner. Now, usually I'm speaking with a world-class athlete, a coach, a best-selling author, or a clinician or scientist who can help us make sense of the sport of running, to give us a better perspective, more effective tools for improvement, or simply just some inspiration to endure the grind of training that I think most of us have really come to love so much. But today is a little different because you're only gonna hear from me. Instead of having a conversation with another coach or runner, I'm going to offer my thoughts on what I think is a really important workout that almost every runner should be doing regularly and in some form, and that's the tempo run. Now, let me pause and tell you a quick story. When I first started strength running, I thought of the name as a brand name, a proper noun, not necessarily as a descriptor or an adjective. So, you know, a lot of folks, even my family, will say things like, I love that strength running talks about strength training, even in its name. But I have to say that that's not the case. The strength part of strengthrunning.com isn't just muscular strength. I didn't name my website Strength Running because I recognize the enormous benefit that strength training can have for runners. I named it because first, it's just an awesome name. Come on now. But also because good runners are strong runners. Not just your muscular strength, but your aerobic strength. When you negative split a marathon, that's strength. When you run 100 miles, that's strength. When you run a personal best, that's a demonstration of strength. And today's podcast is focused on that other side of strength, your endurance, your aerobic strength. And there's no better workout for developing your endurance-oriented strength than the tempo run. Tempo runs are beneficial for virtually every runner, from milers to marathoners, tempos are going to be nearly ubiquitous in any training program. Now, when I was in college, we ran tempo runs during cross-country when we were training for eight-kilometer distance. We also ran them during the base phase of training for both indoor and outdoor track, even though I was focusing on such short distances as the 1,500 meters and the 3,000 meters. Now, of course, they're a staple for longer-distance runners training for the marathon and beyond as well. And if you're not familiar with this type of workout, they can really be defined in one of three ways. There's three popular definitions. The first one is comfortably hard. This is going to be a pace that's faster than moderate, but not exactly hard. If you have a high training age, so in other words, you've been running for years and years and years, and you prefer running by feel or perceived effort, this might be the most helpful definition for you. Another definition is tempo is the pace that you could race for an hour. Now, for some runners, their tempo pace is going to be similar or exactly the same as their 10K pace. But for highly trained runners, it's going to be a little bit slower than your 10K pace. Now, we can use my own previous race performances as uh, an indication 
of tempo pace. So we can look at my PRs for, for the 10 mile and half marathon distances. For 10 miles, I've run 54.50. So that's 529 per mile. And for the half marathon, I've run 113.39 for a pace of about 537 per mile. If the one hour race pace rule is true, then my tempo pace is around 530 to 535. And when I was racing at that level, that was exactly the pace that I would run for my tempo workouts. So this definition works really well, but it is a definition that's only going to work for a highly trained runner. Now, the third definition is by using heart rate. You can use about 85 to 90% of your maximum heart rate, and that's going to get you into a tempo zone. Now, this is a valuable way to ensure that you're in the right range for your tempo run. You're not too slow. You're not too fast. More scientifically inclined runners know that tempo workouts are run at or near your lactate threshold. This is the pace at which you're producing the maximum amount of lactate that your body can then clear from your muscles and bloodstream. Lactate is that exercise byproduct where if you're running anaerobically or really fast, then it builds up in your bloodstream and in your muscles. It's that very uncomfortable feeling. Tempo runs are done right at that lactate threshold, which is the fastest you can still run aerobically. If you run any faster, you're not going to be able to clear all that lactate. And you'll be running beyond your threshold. You'll then experience that familiar burning sensation of acidic muscles and fatigue that is felt at the end of a short, hard race, maybe like a 5K. The goal then is to straddle the line right on that lactate threshold and not run any faster. Then you're going to get all the benefits of a tempo run. But what are those benefits? Why are tempo runs so helpful for distance runners? Well, I think there's two main reasons. First of all, tempo runs boost your lactate threshold, just like we just talked about. Since you're running at or near your threshold pace, your body becomes much more efficient at clearing the lactate. Exercise science has taught us that lactate threshold pace is a fantastic indicator of running performance. The faster you can run while still clearing lactate, the faster you're going to be able to race. It is a far more effective metric at predicting success than VO2 max, for example. But I think there's an also a significant mental aspect to tempo runs as well. They're hard, they're stressful, and they're mentally fatiguing. Because of that, tempo workouts teach you to manage your emotions when running becomes difficult. In a previous podcast episode with coach Jonathan Marcus, we talked about cognitive coping skills, and that's exactly what you need to learn to do. The, that emotional management is critical in any race situation. Of course, as University of Colorado at Boulder, head cross-country coach Mark Whitmore has said, quote, distance runners are experts at pain, discomfort, and fear. You're not coming away feeling good. It's a matter of how much pain you can deal with on those days. It's not a strategy. It's just a callousing of the mind and body to deal with discomfort. End quote. Tempo workouts callous the mind for racing. They teach you to tolerate more discomfort and develop mental toughness. For runners, there's no more valuable skill. 
So what exactly is a tempo run? How do you run a tempo workout? Well, there's really two main types of tempo workouts, a sustained tempo run and tempo repetitions. Let's talk about sustained tempo runs. This workout includes a block of running at tempo pace. That might be 20 minutes or three miles, but there's no break or recovery in the middle of the effort. So a really simple example is a workout like this. You could run seven miles with the middle three miles at your tempo pace, miles three, four, and five. Sustained tempo runs should be capped at roughly 40 minutes or so, any longer, and the effort really just becomes too difficult, bordering on a race effort. And runners who haven't done any tempo runs or who might be returning to running after an injury or another long layoff from training should start with 10 to 15 minutes of total tempo running before gradually increasing the duration of the run. Before you even do a sustained tempo run, it can be beneficial to try a different type of tempo workout, and that is tempo repetitions. This workout is very similar to intervals, except they're done at your tempo pace. Tempo pace is always about the same. It never really gets any faster or slower, except if you're running at altitude or in the heat and humidity of summer. What's different is the distance that you're running at tempo or the repetitions, how many or how long they are. Now, when you're running tempo repetitions, the recovery is kept to a very short interval. Take about 60 to 90 seconds, and that's all you need. So here's an example. You might run seven miles with three times a mile at your tempo pace with a 90-second jog recovery. This workout is really similar to the sustained tempo we mentioned before, except now we're including a short recovery after each tempo mile. Repetitions at tempo pace can be run slightly faster than your actual tempo pace since the recovery is going to help you clear more lactate. It's going to help your heart rate come back down. Although I will say that when I work with runners, I would rather have you run a tempo five seconds too slow than five seconds too fast. Many training programs will have you progress from tempo repetitions to more sustained, longer tempo runs. First, you have to be comfortable doing a certain mileage at tempo effort, say three miles. And then the secondary goal is to get you to do that three miles continuously at tempo pace without any recovery breaks. Okay, now that we understand the two types of tempo workouts, repetitions, and more sustained, longer efforts, when are we to run these workouts? Well, I think most runners should be doing a tempo run every one or two weeks or so during a properly planned season. If you're training for a short race, maybe 5K or less, then you can run your tempo runs early in the season during base training. They're going to help you build endurance that helps support race-specific fitness and workouts later in the training cycle. But if you're training for a race 10K or longer, tempo runs are best done during the mid or late portion of your season. Even though they're aerobic, they're either a little slower or a lot faster than your goal pace, so they're best used later in the training cycle. Many of my runners do some type of tempo workout during most weeks of their season. It's a fundamental bread and butter workout. They have serious benefits that accumulate week after week, much like compound interest. 
Now, of course, tempo runs can get a little boring, but with some imagination and some strategic changes, a tempo workout can offer significant variety. One option that I really like that I think is phenomenal for very early in a base training season or for more injury-prone runners is called a tempo circuit. It provides good muscular strength and endurance at the same time. And it's one that mixes running and strength exercises. It's essentially a tempo repetition workout, except instead of recovering with easy running, you recover with strength exercises. You can go on Strength Running's YouTube channel and find a circuit workout for runners that perfectly demonstrates how to run a, this kind of a circuit workout. And it's just a fantastic workout for so many different types of runners. You could be a beginner runner and, and get a lot of value from a tempo circuit. Runners with a long injury history are going to benefit. Obstacle course racers or more advanced runners. Now, another more advanced type of tempo run is called a lactate clearance run. These are like sustained tempo runs, except that you insert a 30 to 60 second surge at about 5k pace or even slightly faster every five to eight minutes or roughly once a mile. What this surge does is that it introduces significantly more lactate into your bloodstream. When you settle back into your tempo pace, because you, again, you don't get a recovery, which makes these workouts so diabolical, the body is forced to then clear that lactate while still running at tempo pace. This helps the body process lactate more efficiently, ultimately helping you push your lactate threshold pace slightly faster. Now this workout is stressful, it is challenging, and it is not for runners who don't have much experience with running a regular consistent workout week after week after week. Tempo runs don't have to be complicated, they can be kept simple, and no matter what type of runner you are, there's a tempo workout for you. Building endurance needn't be overly complex. If you just follow a few principles, you're going to run faster for longer in no time. So focus on a consistent long run every week. Gradually run higher and higher mileage. And focus on aerobic workouts like the tempo run. With sound training like this, your running performance is going to get a lot better after three to four months of consistency. And what's really exciting is that running is a cumulative sport. You might get great results in three months, but what if you keep at it? Where are you going to be one to two years from now? Well, you're probably not going to recognize yourself as a runner. Your current 10K pace might be your half marathon pace in a year from now. Train smart, and I have no doubt your running is going to get to a whole new level. I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I hope you now have a better understanding of the tempo run, when to use it in your training, some example tempo workouts that you can plug and play directly into your training. But of course, you still might have questions. And I'm happy to answer them for you. Find me on Twitter, JasonFitz1, or go to the Strength Running website and email me from there. I am always available and happy to help with your questions. 
And finally, a big thanks to Inside Tracker for offering the discount code STRENGTHRUNNING to our podcast listeners. You can get 10% off with that code at insidetracker.com for any of their blood testing services. So if you're curious about any potential deficiencies or hormonal imbalances that might be affecting your recovery, performances, or just how you feel on a daily basis, use code STRENGTHRUNNING, no space, at checkout to claim your savings. Until next time, everyone, thanks for being here.